Hello, and welcome to I Am Dad podcast with your fatherhood authority, Kenneth Braswell. 30 minutes of wisdom, information, resources, and nuggets to help you on your fatherhood journey. Or maybe you're just curious and want to hear some real talk about fatherhood, family, and the minds of men. Well, guess what? We got you too. Sit back, grab your pad and pen, and maybe even bring a little something to sip on. Enjoy 30 straight minutes of fatherhood, family, and fun with the fatherhood authority. Kenneth Braswell. So welcome to welcome back to I Am Dad podcast. I'm your host Kenneth Braswell, and we just finished spending some time speaking to Eric Snow, um, who is one of my um, great friends in this work of responsible fatherhood, and been doing this work um, effectively and passionately um, for the last 25 years um, with Watchdogs. And I've watched Watchdogs, and I've watched Eric and others do this work and been impressed and been inspired by the work that they were doing. But um, I learned the other day that we got new guy energy, right? That um, Eric has done something that we haven't had the chance to do and I'm still trying to do, and that is to get new guy energy into my space. And Jim Walters has now walked into the scene, right? And so he is now um, a part of Watch Dogs, and I want to talk to Jim a little bit about um, how he got into this space and what he's seen in this space and what is the work you see needs to be done and what does the future of this work look like for Jim Walters, right? And so, Jim, how you doing? Doing great. It's been a wonderful week. Thank you so much for coming in. Talk to me a little bit. No, tell me your daddy story. Sure. Okay. Uh, the daddy story. Um, first, I want to say thank you for having me on. Um, this is, uh, it's surreal, right? Mm. Um, to, to now sit amongst heroes, right? Mm. To, uh, to be one of the millions of dads who found that sense of purpose through watchdogs and now to be serving those millions of dads mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. side by side with, with a hero of mine. So, um, so my dad's story, I was, um, I was a child of divorce. Okay. I uh, had a single mom who, um, and this will be relevant to the future of watchdogs. I had a single mom who uh, she took up that dad role. She learned, she learned soccer so she could coach soccer so that I could be that kid who had uh, a parent coaching soccer where my friends had their dads there. So, um, uh, so I, I missed dad a lot as a kid. Okay. It, was, it was Papa on weekends mm-hmm. who came into my life and, and showed me what a good man uh, is and, and does and how he behaves and how he serves his family. Um, and I am happy to say that my father, um, he found his way to fatherhood and is an, is an amazing dad now. I've got baby brothers. Um, so I don't want any, anytime I tell my story and, and, you know, my dad hears it, I don't want it to be heavy on his heart. But, um, uh, so I grew up without that in those formative years Mm -hmm. and, uh, fast forward, I'm a young man. Uh, I'm in love with a woman. She's got a she's got a beautiful baby girl, and I was thrown into that that role of father figure okay. in her life, um, and I felt very hesitant stepping into another man's place in a child's life. Right, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was difficult for me to uh, to navigate because I I knew that a thousand of me coming into her life would not replace him. Yes, right? he was always going to be missing. Mm-hmm. And so I was, I was very thoughtful about that. And uh, 
the watchdogs program being implemented into our school was, uh, that was kind of where uh, I first found a way to, to play that role um, and to, to learn how I fit in okay. life, right? Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, my wife and I have had two more daughters since. Uh, they're all spread out. Uh, our oldest is now 23 years old. Our youngest is 12. Uh, so I was at the same elementary school with a watchdogs program for enough years to be that dad who was young and overwhelmed and just trying to figure it out, uh, to be that dad who, who started to learn how to manage his schedule and, and uh, balance life mm-hmm. and uh, be present more often, uh, to realizing that if I didn't step into a role of um, inspiring and mentoring men to step into those leadership uh, positions within our watchdogs program that it might go away when I'm gone. Wow. Right. So I, I felt this tremendous sense of responsibility to make sure that that program continued on. I was witnessing it change my life, change my heart from within. I learned, um, I learned how to connect with men from, uh, many different walks and, and, um, you know, we, we, we came together based on our values, right? Okay. Um, we didn't talk politics. Mm-hmm. We don't talk religion. We don't. Um, we when we work together as watchdogs, all of those things are are secondary or mm-hmm. tertiary even. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know each individual man brings his his faith and his sense of purpose into that space. But when we're when we're engaging as watchdogs, our focus is our children and each other's children, all mm-hmm. the children in our community. Mm-hmm. So I was um, I. I I was worried about what I was going to do with my time after I no longer had elementary school kids. Mm. I was worried about how I was going to, um, you know, spring into action each day. I didn't know what was going to motivate me. Um, I'm a small business owner. I, I'm uh, engaged in, in my community and in a few different organizations, but nothing, nothing made me feel like I was doing what I was put here to do, gotcha. like watchdogs. Okay. Right? And so with the announcement that the national office was closing, I, uh, I think I knew in an instant that everything was about to change. I just mm-hmm. didn't know how. Okay. I, uh, so I reached out to Mr. Eric Snow and I tried to talk him out of closing the program. <laughs> uh, I told him a story about how I had found my path. Um, told him about uh, the the shy men who I had come to know over the years who had transformed into community leaders wearing the uniform that he had created, mm-hmm. right? Um, that, that system, while it's designed to serve the schools and designed to serve the children, it, the secret mission is it's serving the men, mm-hmm. uh, helping us to find that safe place to, to come together and heal some of the stuff we're carrying, Mm-hmm. And so I watched that over and over and over again. And, you know, we're coming out of the pandemic. Um, we're coming out of a, I guess we're, we were still in the midst of a, a pretty divisive time for our nation. People are, are prone to disagree in ways that are um, loud and violent. And, mm-hmm. and uh, watchdogs cut through all that. Mm. And I could get on Facebook and, and within 10 minutes, feel overwhelmed and hopeless for humanity. Mm. I step onto campus 
fist bump my brother and and you know we're we're doing something meaningful with Absolutely. our time and and um I mean, he might agree with person A on Facebook, and I might agree with person B, but none of that matters, right? We're here for the kids, and we're here together. So, um, so my my journey as dad, you know, now I'm uh, now I'm getting to do it every day. Um, I'm getting to collaborate with Eric. I uh, get to to have conversations with with fathers and 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 mothers and principals and. Uh, counselors and um, I'm, I'm getting to kind of expand uh, my my view of all of it like I, I was I was hyper focused on making this thing work for one group like one <laughs> small community right yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and now I'm trying to find all those guys like me who will do that for their one for their community for their right board. and we all yeah. take care of our community we all lean on each other um, while doing that work, and uh, we can we can change outcomes for every child in America. Yeah, you know the interesting thing. Me and Eric was talking about how. First of all, let me say this. I know a ton of men who have been doing this work for a long time, including myself, are hoping, praying, and looking for someone like you, like that is a need right now in this space. And that is the transitioning of people who have a desire and a passion to do this work, get it and want to be involved in it. Cause that's how we got into it. Mm -hmm. Like there was no real roadmap. There was this passion to do X and we were going to do X. I told a story yesterday. It's like, listen, I started this work in the basement of my house. I was in the basement of my house for almost seven years, right? With the washing machine and the dryer in the corner going. My son upstairs bumping around, knocking. Spider webs in the corner. Mm -hmm. Pipes that I heard every time the toilet's flush. The water. All of that was my experience. That was my office. That was where I was. But none of that impacted like this work that I wanted to do or when I showed up in the space, no one knew where I came from. But what we were talking about is this whole notion of this like expansive feel, right? And I wanna get a sense from you being here at this conference, like have you seen some of that? Is it changing some of how you're thinking? And when I talk about the expansiveness of the feel, that when we're in our small communities talking to our men, that conversation can be real small and intimate with respect mm -hmm. to what's impacting these men at this particular moment and what's overwhelming their space. But don't understand that some of the things that are overwhelming their space are systemic and they're mm -hmm. big and they're out here. And that while I'm talking to you and trying to get you through the moment, when I'm not with you, I'm out here trying to make sure that the systems and the environments are not putting pressure A on you or anybody like you. So when you are here now in the midst of hearing all of these conversations, have your space and your thought about what you're going to be doing back in your community expanded? Uh, absolutely. But, I, you know, I, I've been at this for, I think, 17 months now. Okay. And so far I just feel like a pinball. <laughs> like I, I, I find some, uh, you know, new truth a revelatory moment, mm -hmm. uh, inspiration, you know, listening to, you know, someone like you speak or Eric or, or Keith or the other men in, in, uh, 
uh, in leadership capacities within this space. And, you know, I turn around and then something exact opposite of what I'm holding on to tight mm-hmm. um, also inspires me. Okay. I, like, I, I find that, um, well, I mean, I, I'm the, the new guy, as you said. There's a lot of energy, but there's also just a, a, a whole lot of uh, ignorance there. Mm. And ignorance in, um, you know, that purest sense of it. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know what I don't Unaware. know yet. Right. right. Yeah, you don't know what you don't and know. And so uh, I'm committed to, to learning. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I'm also, I think what I'll take home from this conference is, um, you know, maybe, maybe some of that old, energy slow down a little bit mm, right because I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm coming to this work feeling like I have to make up for all the time I didn't step up right okay. yeah. same thing happened to me at the elementary school where I was serving as a volunteer it was okay those first few years all I did was just show up for my shift mm. right mm-hmm. so next few years I started helping out between those shifts and finding ways to help get other men to show up for shifts okay those last many years, I was learning how to build a, a better system for, to hand off so that other dads could step into that role easily and inspire more men to come in. So um, in this new role, I've got to remember that same path, right? I've, I've, I've got to uh, not feel like I have to fix everything and figure everything out right out the gate. Mm-hmm. Um, that... Uh, you know, the, the work we're doing and, and the challenges we face, a lot of them are, have been here for decades. And I can, I can learn uh, from the good men who have come before me mm-hmm. how to navigate those. And some of them are, are novel. They're, you know, appearing out of the blue for us as, as we go along. There's, um, you know, new, there's preferences in the terms we use to yes. talk about um, some of these topics. There's, uh, you know, words that, uh, even as the younger guy, you know, there's, there's words and terms that I'm comfortable with using or have been comfortable with using that if I use them now, I'm going to hurt somebody, mm. right? All right? And the last thing I want to do is, is hurt anyone. Um, and, and, you know, being here, uh, listening to the many different conversations, it's, it's, uh, I think it's going to be important to to let some of those ideas soak in for days, and mm-hmm. um, you know, understand when you get in into a space like this, you you know off the bat, like you can trust everyone's intentions. Mm. We wouldn't be here if we didn't care. We wouldn't be here if we didn't uh, have a passion for this work and and, and serving the uh, the next generation of of America through education, and so. Um, but we're going to disagree. Absolutely. Right? Mm-hmm. But it's it's uh, it's wonderful to to be able to trust everyone's heart. Uh, you know, to the left, right, and across from you, mm-hmm. and um, and it's a whole lot easier to to seek to understand where they're coming from mm-hmm. when you start with trusting their heart. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I've got a I've got a lot to soak up from <laughs> from the last couple of days. A whole lot to learn, but. Um, the other thing that will change, you know, I, I mentioned that I was the, uh, you know, son of a single mom, mm-hmm. right? uh, in our, in our programs, we, we talk about 
father. We talk about dad. We, we speak directly to the heart of the man uh, in the life of that child, and we ask him to show up for that child, and we ask him to show up for all the other children. Uh, and I, I especially feel compelled to point out those children who, um, like me, were looking for that positive male influence, that positive male role model to, to be present in, in their journey. So um, I have long been very sensitive to the fact that when I say dads of great students, there's a child who thinks, oh, I, mine's not around. Mm, yes. Right? Yeah. And in my time at the school, you know, I would I look up. We have the the wall of fame, right? So you've got all the, the volunteers' pictures with their uh, with their children, and I see me there with my babies, but I don't see little me there with my dad, right? Mm. And so I know there's those other. Uh, those other little Jimmys mm-hmm. uh, on, on our campus uh, who are seeing that and feeling that. And so I came to, came to this role with the national program thinking I have, to, I have to find a way to wrap my arms around all of those kids. I have to find ways to, to shift our, uh, the terms we're using and the words we're using. And I, I felt like I needed to, um, you know, put the bumper bumper pads on mm. some of what we do to make sure we're not hurting people. Right, 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 right. Um, and there's a danger of doing a whole lot more damage. The, the more I soften those edges, the less likely I am to find the next version of the adult me. Mm. It yes. wasn't like that. It was that word dad that called, called me to step up, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It was, you are the father. This is your responsibility. Mm-hmm. I, I heard that and I felt it mm-hmm. and I answered it. Mm-hmm. And if I don't continue to use that same message um, and do it without shame, mm-hmm. uh, without worry, I, I have to fearlessly continue to speak to fathers. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and I have to, um, I have to know that, um, you know, there are going to pe- be people who are upset by that. At that's this, okay. Yeah. That's really okay. I mean, my thing is um, more get hurt if you don't than if you do, right? Right. More people's feelings get hurt if you don't say something than if you do. Um, more children will not reach their full potential if we don't than if we do. Like, the thing is not to try to be perfect. I talk about this all the time. Even with my staff, even with my company, it's a driving principle of all of my work. Anything that I'm involved in, anybody that I'm involved with, I expect excellence in everything you do. And excellence includes a lot of things. It includes commitment, it includes passion, it includes focus, it includes organization. Excellence includes a lot of things to be excellent at what you do. And the reason I press excellence so hard is because what I do understand is that you and I will never be perfect. Right. Right. But if I push excellence, 
it will get me closer to perfection than I can ever become, right? right. And so I'm a driver of myself because I cannot even put a pencil on the table unless I put it there in excellence. It can't be hanging off the table. It can't be pointing towards someone who can pick it up and harm themselves. It can't be unsharpened so that it has no use. It has, it has to be put there with excellence. And so there's a level of detail that goes into that. And I think what you have sharpened over the last 17 months is the excellence of serving, being aware, being empathetic, being sympathetic, being uh, flexible, mm-hmm. being available, right? Just right. being there. Because when we start talking about dads being called, I think one of the things that they don't often have is availability to something that can support, help, and affirm them in the moments that they feel they're worse, right? right? And so I applaud you. I support you. You got my number. Awesome. And so if there's anything that is uh, perplexing you, you know, or something that you need to get off of your mind and you just need to think about it and you need someone to listen, then I can give a few words or many words or a whole lot of words, right, depending on what you want and what you need. And there are many of us that are here for you. So um, because sometimes in this space, even in doing this work, you can feel like you're on an island. Like, you know, and don't ever say to yourself, because I'm, I'm, I'm the pot calling the kettle black, right? Because I do this myself. I'll say, man, I really, something just happened. I just had an epiphany, and I'm not exactly sure what to do with this. Man, I should call Jim. Damn, Jim just took on this job, and he busy. He got his own kids. He got his own family. I'm not calling Jim. And you sitting in your spot over there, Watching, saying, man, that's what somebody would call me right, right. now. Right. Right? Right. And it's like, again, if you, it's better if you do than if you don't. Sure. Because what my friend Patrick has taught me, um, and he does it to me every time he calls, and it took me a minute to understand what he was doing. And every time Patrick calls, he says, good time, bad time. He starts uh, yeah. off with that. Right. Hey, what's going on? Blah, blah, blah. Yo, yo, good time, bad time. And he gives you the opportunity to say, nah, I'm good. Let's, you know, let's rock and roll. Or I got 10 minutes before my meeting. Let's get it in. Or let's let's go. Or, yo, I'm in a meeting right now. I'll give you a call right back. Is that is, you know, give me a good, is give me a good time to call you back. And so it's always this measure of checking in Mm -hmm. with people who need your availability, but need to assess that availability with guide rails and guard rails right. and things of that sort. And so keep that in mind. I give that to you Thank because you. I don't want um, new guy energy to become no guy energy. Right. Right. Because right. this is, um, I said it yesterday, this is not hard work. This is hard work. Right. And if your heart ain't in it, step away from the mic um, because you're going to do more damage to people than you are. Sure. Um, help. So any last words? Uh, you just got me thinking about those uh 15 and 18 hour days and <laughs> given every every second that people request of me giving it freely i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna hold on to that yeah it's not a good time uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> move, move forward with that a little bit but uh yeah i, I look forward to more conversations with you i want to sure. i want to find out maybe after we we hit cut i want to find out how you feel about uh what we're doing with um uh 
to, to navigate the complexities and, and struggles principals are running into to bring men into campus mm. because of those the small groups of loud voices who are saying you can't bring in a program that says dads, you can't bring in a program that says fathers. Why? Um, and that's a like that's a huge hurdle for us to overcome, right? Like right. If, if the program shut down because of its name or because of the you know what's on our uniform, we're not reaching the men. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I'm really looking forward yeah. to candid there's feedback about some of the things a, I'm doing. To yeah, there's a process that. to which I dig through that, and I will talk yeah. to you in detail about yeah. the process. But one of the techniques that I that I've always used is that questions are the best eliminator of assumptions. Uh, okay. Hey, I got this program. I want to bring it into your school. Ah, oh, no, you know, we don't really have success. Why? What did you do? How did you do it? When did you do it? Where did you do it? Well, nah, you said you don't have a good job. So I need to understand, mm-hmm. like, what did you do? Because there was a flaw in, in that, right? And so, um, but what I'm not going to allow you to do to give me the excuse of saying we've done it before, we're not gonna do it again. That's an excuse, that's not a reason. I tell my kids that all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, give me a reason for anything, I'm ready to listen to you. Sure. Give me an excuse, I'm gonna bat you around the house a thousand times with questions until right. I, until I, until you fit, until you realize that what you're giving me is a deflection answer because you want me to walk away. And I'm not walking away because I got a question that needs to be answered and you need to answer it. I, I give you the small nugget. I had a staff member that <laughs> a good friend of mine he used to uh, send me a text or call me almost every morning for like almost three weeks. Hey, boss, I'm a little late. I'm in traffic. Be there in a few minutes. Hey, boss, you know, I'm caught in traffic. And I was just like, I would watch the pattern. I wanted the pattern to build before I say something. Because if I would have hit him on the first instance, he wouldn't have got it. So I'm waiting for him to go. And we were in the car one day, and I said, you know, I said, thanks for, you know, being thoughtful enough to send me the text every morning and tell you in traffic. But that's an excuse, not a reason. The excuse for why you're late is because you're in traffic. The reason why you're late is because you keep taking my grace for granted and you believe that you can send me a text in the morning and get away from the fact that you don't get up and leave your house early enough to be here on time because on time is 15 minutes late, Mm -hmm. right? And so I never show up to a place on time. It is always 15 minutes earlier because I'm always taking into consideration that life can happen. Sure. And I need to be on my spot when my spot demands me to be there and not sending a text or a message and saying that I'm stuck in traffic because what I'm trying to do is set the stage and the atmosphere to be okay with my own failings when I'm walking to the right. space. So that's why I say questions are the eliminator of assumptions. Right. So the best way to get to the real, real, real answers is to keep asking questions until they tell you, I'm not answering your questions no more. Then that tells you something totally different, mm-hmm. right? Which is, you know what? Maybe this ain't the school. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, we've got schools that have the program. The principal's under fire because it's exclusive and it's gender-based, right? right? And so we're trying to find ways to creatively navigate 
this is, I mean, this is the problem I'll be solving probably for the next many years, mm -hmm. right? How to creatively navigate uh, that situation where the principal loves watchdogs. Right. Uh, the program has successfully brought the men to the table and, and to the campus that would not have otherwise been there in that case, right? But now there's this loud contingent right. within the community who wants to tear that down because it's uh, hurtful to the few, but they're going to take what's successful away from these kids, right. right? And I've been that guy who tried to adjust the the language, and, and I am. Like, I'm, I'm finding ways to, to carefully navigate. I, I mentioned I feel like a pin, uh, pinball <laughs> well, well, yeah. bouncing around, and, yeah. um, you know, I'm, I'm trying to soften the edges, um, I guess the way I need to think about it is I need to soften them for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but keep, keep sharp with fathers. Right. We're, we're speaking to fathers. Mm -hmm. I am dad. Yeah, I always I express that. I um, always say, I always say it now. I say, I always say an um, analogy, but I think it's more a metaphor um, for things that kind of give me clarity on what I'm dealing with. And whenever I think about those kinds of things, I always say, um, have you ever had a sprained ankle? a really, really bad sprained ankle. And yep. you sit in the chair and you kind of foot your foot out and you sit there because it feels a little better if your leg is stretched out in your ankle. But every time somebody walks by, you're like, because you think they're going to kick your ankle okay. or you think they're going to hit your ankle. And for me, metaphorically, that's what happens when people, when we bring this into the space, that there's this pain point that they haven't dealt with and anytime you get close to it they mm. they 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 pull back okay and that's why you have to start asking questions. the questions right and then the other way is the other thing is hey you know what i like to come to your school and do a workshop on fatherhood awareness and engagement before you ask can I bring my program into your school? Because maybe many of the questions that people are going to ask, mm -hmm. you can answer them in an atmosphere that gives them the ability to give you an indication of where their pain point is. Right. So you know who you're dealing with right. and what you're not dealing with. So it's all these, like, yeah. it's, my wife says, you can say anything to anybody is how you say it. Right? Okay. And so you just kind of figure out how you need to say what you need to say in order to get what you need. Okay. Right. So curiosity from the mind of yeah. from the from the from the confusing, complex mind of Kenny Braswell. I love it. Love <laughs> thank it. you so much, yeah, Jim. I appreciate you, you man. Thank Listen, you so good luck in everything that you're doing with Watch Dogs. Um, to everyone who's listening to the sound of my voice, you're listening to I Am Dad Podcast. I'm your host, Kenneth Braswell. Um, I'll see you next Sunday. Until then, God bless and uh, be good to yourself. Thank you so much for taking the time to spend with us. You've been listening to I Am Dad Podcast. We hope that you have been informed, encouraged you to think, or even inspired your heart for the love of dads. The conversation does not end here. Come back and join us next week. Same time, same place. Or you can continue the dialogue on our I Am Dad Facebook page. We also invite you to listen to past episodes, learn more about us, and keep up with special activities by visiting IamDadPodcast.com. That's IamDadPodcast.com. Until next time, I leave you with this reminder of manhood from 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 11. 
When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. Because of this reminder, I will always understand that I am dad, period.